I don't know if many of you heard, but there were big headlines the other day. Uh, there's a YouTuber. His name is uh, Mr. Beast. He's a YouTuber. He's the number two most subscribed YouTuber in the U.S. And uh, he was offered $1 billion. Yes, $1 billion by YouTube to purchase his channel and some of his enterprises. So I want that to sink in for a little bit. This is a 24-year-old kid named Mr. Beast, and he was offered $1 billion. And so you're probably thinking, well, yeah, I mean, I would take it. He actually rejected it. He rejected his uh, that $1 billion uh, valuation. And some people are actually estimating that he's actually worth, his, his channel is worth anywhere between 10 to $20 billion. Yeah, that's, it's insane. So why? why? Why is YouTube offering Mr. Beast $1 billion? And it's really because of one word. It's attention. So if you want to grow your business in 2023, if you want business results, if you want to get more sales, the first thing you will need to do is get your customers' attention. Because if you don't have your, their attention, then uh, they won't even be able to know about your business, right? So um, where are people's attention in 2023? It's very clear. The data is very clear. It's on social media. In fact, the average person is spending anywhere between uh, anywhere between two to three hours on social media per day. Uh, the average is two hours and 27 minutes if you want to get really, really um, uh, technical. So two hours and 27 minutes on social media per day. So um, that being said, social media has been around for, you know, at this point, uh, over 12 years. And so if you're not on social media already and you're not posting on social media, you might feel a little bit uh, behind, right? You might feel like you're late to the party. However, I have good news for you because um, the algorithm is changing. This is one of the biggest changes in uh, social media history. And so what is that change? So um, social media, as we know it right now, is based off followers. So meaning uh, you're seeing content from people that you follow, right? So if you follow someone, you, have a, you can see their feet on your feed, you'll see their posts. However, there is a platform, some of you might have heard of it, it's called TikTok. It came along and it completely disrupted um, the social media industry. So TikTok has become the number one most used platform every month. It has more users using TikTok every month than Google. And that just happened a few months ago. So more people are watching videos on TikTok than they are Googling. Isn't that insane? So, um, so why? It's because they found a superior algorithm. So their algorithm is not based off followers. So you're not really seeing much posts of people you follow on TikTok. You're going to be seeing posts that you're interested in. So their algorithm is based off interests. So for example, I like weightlifting. You know, I weightlift uh, five days a week. And so whenever I'm on TikTok, I'm, wa I'm watching weightlifting videos. They feed me weightlifting videos. Now, how, how do they know that I like weightlifting? Well, when I first started, they started putting out some different types of content, right? A wide range of content. And they see that Fong is spending a little bit more time watching weightlifting videos. He must like weightlifting. So let's feed him more weightlifting so he can stay on our platform longer and not go to any other platform. So it's based off interests. It's not based off followers. So um, uh, as far as like, 
uh, how it's affecting other platforms, other platforms are starting to take notice of this. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, all these platforms are seeing that TikTok is eating their lunch. And so they're trying to think, how can we bring people back to our platform? Because there's like a mass exodus of people going to platforms like TikTok. So that, you know, just recently this year, Facebook or uh, Facebook and Instagram came out with a pretty comprehensive reels, right? So you're starting to see Facebook reels. You're starting to see Instagram reels. Um, you're starting to see things like YouTube shorts, uh, which is YouTube's own version of uh, like a short form, for, short form video content. So you're seeing the whole market adapt to this big change. So how does this benefit you as far as like the algorithm changing? Well, it's almost like a reset button. So before the people that have been getting the most results from social media are people that have been doing it for a long time, right? So if you're just starting off, uh, you're going to be at a disadvantage. But now it's like a big reset button. So everything's starting over. The algorithm's changing. And now um, the videos are based off merit. It's not based off followers. So you can literally put out your first piece of content on social media and it could go viral, right? You don't need hundreds and thousands of followers for a post to go viral anymore. You can literally just put one piece of content out there. And if it's good, then it will be actually, uh, it will be seen by more people. So, um, so what does that look like? So like on TikTok, for example, one of our uh, partners we're working with, they're called Foodum. We've been putting out content for them on social, uh, on TikTok. And so their videos are ranging anywhere between like 100 to 500 views, right? So it's very steady. So 100, 300, 400, 500. And all of a sudden, boom, 10 million views. So you're going to see a big drastic. A drastic um, discrepancy between the views, right? When you are starting off with these platforms, you're going to get a few people see it, five here, 10 here, 20 there, and then boom, you're going to have 10,000 people see it if it's a good piece of content. So if something's good, they're going to want to make it seem uh, to more people faster. And so um, so uh, that's, that's a huge benefit. The, the thing to think about as far as how you can get started is um, you want to be thinking in the mindset of TikTok. What can we, what kind of content does well on TikTok? So first of all, short videos. Okay, so uh, short videos, anywhere between 30 seconds to one minute and a half. I would, the sweet spot's about 60 seconds because you can actually use that piece of content um, on other platforms like Facebook Reels, Facebook Reels has a one minute max. So if you're creating a video and you're posting on TikTok, um, you want to you know, distribute it on other platforms too. So keep it under 60 seconds. Um, Instagram, uh, they're increasing their limit to 90 seconds. Um, but, but I would just keep it easy and by doing 60 seconds. Uh, YouTube Shorts is also 60 sec second limit. So if you keep it under 60 seconds, you can post it on four different platforms. Um, so get good at, condensing your message within 60 seconds? How can you make it short, sweet, and snappy? Um, another place you can start as far as how to put out good content is to go on TikTok. And, and uh, there's a search bar. You can type in the search bar, you know, your industry. So for example, if you're um, uh, a mortgage lender, you can type in 
mortgage in the search bar and you can see the top viral posts that TikTok has. And you can start watching the content and, see, and get an understanding of why is this content going viral, right? Why are these people, uh, why are these videos and these topics doing so well? And you can actually tailor your message to kind of fit within that paradigm. So that's another thing is to start doing research on these platforms by typing in the industry you're in up top in the search bar and start consuming some of the content and study it. You know, don't consume it for consuming sake, but think of it as if you're studying for a test, right? You're, you're wanting to pass a test. You want, you're wanting to figure out why it's doing well. So think of it from that sort of lens. All right. Um, and then as far as uh, two ways you can go about posting content, this is probably the easiest way. Okay, these two are the easiest ways to, um, to post content. The first way is to document. So by documenting, I mean documenting your day. Like for example, hey, I just went to the gym. I'm feeling really good about myself. Let's have a productive day, right? It's documenting. Hey, I just finished a business meeting with someone. You know, I learned this, this, and this. Um, you know, I love what I do, right? It's just documenting your day-to-day -day, and people are interested in that stuff. You know, that's why people watch reality TV shows. That's why people spend two hours and 27 minutes on social media a day is because they're nosy and they're curious about what people are up to. And so you can literally just post about your day and that will, you know, that will suffice. The other way you can go about it is uh, create a long form piece of content. So look at what I'm doing right now. Okay, I'm doing a class, a one-hour class. I'm recording this class, and I now have this one-hour recording that I'm now going to chop it up into 60-second posts that I'm going to be posting on social media, right? So that's a long-form piece of content. And it doesn't have to be a class. It could be a webinar. It could be um, a podcast episode. You know, if you just like to talk, you can, um, or you can, you want to interview someone, that's a long-form piece of content. That's probably... Uh, one of the most efficient ways to create content because um, it's just, you know, one hour, but from that hour, you can uh, chop up a lot of content from that. It's, it's far more effective than just um, sitting down and recording video after video after video. Um, it's just, you know, to do a long form piece of content and then edit it on the back end. All right. So um, that's, those are some tips as far as staying ahead in 2023. Uh, definitely know that every month that we have this class, the content's going to be different. So as I learn and do research into the industry, uh, into marketing and social media, I'm going to, I'm going to be sharing with you some findings. And the algorithm is always changing. Um, the best practices are always changing. So you want to be on top of it. All right, so I see a question in the chat. That's what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to open up for some Q&A. Um, but first, before I answer questions from people in the audience here, um, I did get some questions when you all were registering. I'm going to prioritize those first. And then after that, I'll, um, you, you all can raise your hand and, uh, and then I can answer some questions live. But the questions are great because um, you, know, you might be asking a question that could help other people too. All right, so um, let's start with Roy's question. What new social media uh, platforms do you think are the most powerful? So um, there's a couple. Uh, first thing you got to think about as far as the best social media platform to be on is organic reach. Okay, organic reach means that the platform is new. It's young. 
and they're trying to acquire more people to use their platform. So TikTok and LinkedIn are organic, meaning they um, are new platforms. They're trying to get more people using their platform. So they're going to incentivize you to be on their platform by giving you more reach, so, meaning when you post, they're going to make sure that more people see your post. So um, TikTok is the number one platform to use right now if you're a B2C, even some B2B companies as well. Uh, LinkedIn is probably the best platform for B2B uh, companies. So TikTok for B2C, LinkedIn for B2B. YouTube Shorts is a thir strong third. Um, I'm, I'm you know, dabbling with YouTube Shorts and studying it more. YouTube Shorts is going to be a huge competitor to TikTok, and it's very early. So that's another platform that you can really um, learn. The great thing about TikTok, I mean, sorry, uh, YouTube Shorts, is that they just announced that they're offering 45% of their revenue, of their uh, ad, ad revenue, and giving it back to the creator. So that's huge because people are going to be making a fortune off of that if they have a big following, right? So if you're on TikTok, you're thinking, I get paid nothing from TikTok, but I get paid 45% of the ad revenue from YouTube. It's a no-brainer for me. I'm going to hop over to YouTube now. So YouTube Shorts, is going. To, you're going to see that explode in the next year. So those are uh, three best platforms I would be on right now. Um, number one, TikTok. Number two, LinkedIn. Number three, uh, YouTube Shorts. All right, next question comes from Darlene. What is the most effective way to use social media for those without a lot of experience using it for business? Okay, Darlene. So um, if you're starting, I would start getting some muscles, okay, some posting muscles. So what do I mean by posting muscles? If you're going to the gym for the first time, and the first time you're at the gym, you go for three hours, you're going to get burnt out right? So you want to take baby steps. So by baby steps related to uh, posting on social media, start off by posting maybe if you're starting from nothing, if you're not posting anything, then at least start posting one time a week. Okay. And do that for a few weeks. And then maybe after that, you can start posting two times a week. Do that for a few weeks and then three times a week. And then soon enough, you want to get to a point where you're posting at least one time a day. So, um, so that's the first thing is to build the discipline, build the habit of posting. Now, the second question is what, what do you post, right? Okay. I know I need to post, but what should I be posting? So, um, similar to what I said earlier, there's two ways to go about it. The first way is documenting. So documenting your day to day, literally, like if you just got off a meeting with a client or if you went to the gym or if you picked up your kids or whatever, just document your day. The other method is create a long-form piece of content, whether it's a podcast interview, whether it's a webinar, whether it's a, um, a class like I'm doing right now, create a long-form piece of content. And then from that recording, take out 60 seconds, 60-second uh, clips to start posting on social media. All right. Autumn is asking, how often should you be posting on all platforms? So this is a great question. This is a question I get a lot. How often should you be posting? So it depends. There's levels to it. So it uh, depends what your goals are. So if your goal is just to be, uh, to be 
memorable, right? Like you just want to remind your clients that you're there and you want to stand out for your competitors, then one time a day is fine. Okay. So one time a day allows you to just be top of mind. It, it prevents you, your business from losing market share. So if there's a competitor posting, not posting anything and you're posting one time a day and the customer is doing research on the website, I mean, on the internet, and they see you're posting one time a day, you, you will stand out from your competitor, right? So at least one time a day, if you just want to um, uh, stand out. Now, if you want to get business opportunities from that, right? If you want leads, then you need to be posting three to four times a day. Okay, so, so like I said, there's levels to it. The first level is just the bare minimum to stand out one time a day. If you want to get leads and business opportunities from it, you got to be posting three to four times a day and not three to four times a day for a week and then magic happens, okay? Three to four times a day for months. So this is a, this is a, a long-term play. This is not something that you do in a few weeks, even a few months, even like two or three months. <laughs> you know, It's going to take six months plus of posting three to four times a day. So that's why I said, I said to build up the posting muscles to get, um, to ramp up to three, three to four times a day. All right. So James is asking, uh, does Instagram work for a small company trying to grow its label? So, um, every platform works. So Facebook works, Instagram works, TikTok works, YouTube works, all of it works. But the question is, if you're going to be spending time, which platform are you going to get the most results for the time that you put in? Right. And some, some will require more time to get the same results as if you put less time on a different platform. So um, for the best use of your time, uh, I would be focusing not on Instagram because Instagram is what I call a mature platform. Facebook and Instagram are mature, meaning that they already have a lot of users. So they don't really need to incentivize you over. So they're going to, they're focused on making money. So they want you to pay the, pay them to see more people, right? So they want you to pay for Instagram and Facebook ads. So TikTok and LinkedIn, is more organic. They're still trying to get more users. So they're not really focused too much on ads. They're focused on getting more users. So they're going to give you more reach whenever you post. So if you're posting organically, you definitely want to look at TikTok um, and LinkedIn. Um, if you're looking for paid advertising, then paid advertising, I would, funny enough, still do TikTok because it's very cheap um, compared to other platforms. Um, and then if you're in the B2B space, LinkedIn would be a great uh, ad product too. Now, remember, things are always changing. So I could be talking about TikTok right now, but three months from now, Facebook and Instagram might be making a big move to where, you know, to where it's actually better to post on that, on that platform. So that's why education and learning is so important is because things change constantly. So, um, so, but right now I would definitely be focusing on TikTok and LinkedIn. All right. Next question comes from Elsie. How to find the right followers? How do you find the right followers? So this is a very, uh, I have a simple answer. So it's to be authentic. So post stuff that you like. If you post stuff that you like and it's authentic to yourself, 
the algorithm will do its thing, right? Remember what I mentioned earlier, the algorithm is changing to where it's based off interests. So if you're posting things like, let's say you like gardening, can you post gardening content? It's very authentic to you. Do you just love it? And you put out gardening? Well, TikTok and all these platforms are going to make that video seen to other people that like gardening. Right? So you're now building an audience of other people that are into gardening. And so if you're just authentic to yourself, it's going to work out because the algorithm will feed it to the right people. So that's the key, though, is to be authentic, is to be yourself, is not to post stuff that you think will work or, you know, um, or you're just trying to do it for attention. You do stuff that you like. So put stuff that's authentic to who you are. All right. Kadeen. Kadeen is asking, what is the best way to keep on top of current marketing trends? What is the best way to keep on top of current marketing trends? So Kadeen, um, continue attending classes like this. You know, learn from online articles, um, a couple resources, the content. I'm going to give name drop a couple of good content, uh, uh, good uh, websites to look at. Content Marketing Institute. Content Marketing Institute is a great free place to learn marketing trends. Another one is Digital Marketing Institute. Digital Marketing Institute is also another great place to look at marketing trends. So uh, those are the places I would look at. Um, and then look at, okay, so this is one of my favorite things to do to stay on top of marketing trends is to look at the top influencers and see what they're doing, right? So look at what people do more than what they say. So for example, like I mentioned earlier in the class, the number two most subscribed YouTuber is Mr. Beast. Right. And so I'm going to be going on Mr. Beast's channel and I'm going to be studying it. So I'm going to be watching some of the content. I'm going to see, okay, this he's using a different type of thumbnail. Why is he using this thumbnail? Why, 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 why is this thumbnail working so well? Everything is not done by accident, right? At that level, they're doing everything on purpose. So you can see, okay, well, you know, what topics are the videos about? When is he making uh, when is he transitioning from each clip, right? Like it's not the same clip. He's clipping out some things to keep people watching the video longer, right? So you can start studying these top people, these number one, number two, number three people and see what they're doing to learn. So that's out of all of the things I just shared with you, that's my favorite because that's real. You know, that's, that's, they're getting results for a reason. Okay, Diana is asking, what's the best strategy for B2B marketing, business-to-business marketing? So um, I'm in the B2B space, and I use this as well. But one of my favorite things to do, best strategy for B2B marketing, is to create a podcast. Okay, it's called the podcast strategy. So what does that look like? So the podcast strategy is you invite who you want as clients onto the podcast. So instead of sending a cold email or a cold call, I mean, you're going to get a lot of no's if you send out a cold email or cold call, right? Maybe one out of 10 people, one out of 20 people will say yes. You're going to get a lot of no's. But if you invite someone to your podcast, you're going to get far more yeses than you are going to get no's. So, um, so as you invite these people to your podcast, you just interview them, right? It doesn't need to be all tense. 
uh, you just interview them. You want to learn about their business. You can ask generic questions. Now, here's the benefit of this strategy. Number one is they're going to feel you've given them value first, right? You invited them and you interviewed them to your audience. So they're going to feel a little bit more uh, reciprocal, reciprocal to, towards you. Right? They're like, wow, this is, this is so nice. Fong is so nice that he interviewed me. I wonder what Fong does. He can't be doing podcasts full time. He's not Joe Rogan. What is, what is, what is he doing in his business? So they might, they're probably going to ask me what I do, right? So we can build some, um, we can chit chat and then I, I can say, hey, I would love to sit down with you on another call and tell you what I do, right? So it's far warmer by doing this strategy. The second thing that it does is you now have content, right? Going back to the content model, you now have this one hour interview that I can now clip up in 60 seconds and start posting on social media. So not only did I build a relationship with a potential client and do and get uh, a business potential business deal out of it, I also get content from it. So it's a win-win. It's a double uh, double win. So that's what I would do for B2B marketing is create some sort of podcast. All right, Tanya is asking how to make sales from social media, how to make sales from social media. So Tanya, um, there's two ways to go about it. So the first way is paid ads. So paid ads is you're paying the platform to be seen by more people. Um, I recommend for people not to start with paid ads because when you pay the platform, you better make sure that the advertisement content is good. So I'm sure that many of you have seen advertisements that are just so bad. You're like, why, why are they posting this, right? Why are they posting this? This is not a good advertisement. It's because they didn't test out that advertisement. So you need to be testing out 10, 20, 30, 100 different pieces of content before you pour money into what's working. So that's why I tell people, don't, pay, don't start off by paying the platform. Start off by getting good at what is good content. And once you find out what is good content, then you can pour money into it because you know that's working well. And that's why there's insights for you to be able to see what posts are performing well and test out different types of posts. So always start with organic first and then later on go into paid ads. Now, if you're doing organically, how to get sales from it, like I mentioned earlier, you got to be posting three to four times a day consistently for six months, a year, and then you'll start seeing some results. So. You know, I know people are looking for the quick answer. How do I make sales now? If you're like, if you're in that sort of mindset, then social media is not down that route, right? Social media is going to take time. Um, if you're going for quick sales, then you got to be doing cold calls. You got to be like going door to door. You know, you got to do like the old sales tricks. That's that will get you a sale more, uh, more in the short term. But in the long term, you got to be focusing on social media because that's where the attention's at. All right, so now I'm going to open it up to questions live. So everybody, if you have a question, uh, raise your hand virtually. So there is a button where you can, a reaction, is it reactions? Yeah, reactions. Click on reactions. There's a raise hand. And now start answering some of the questions um, that you have. Okay, I see some questions in the chat too. Okay, so what do I think about Be Real? So Be Real is very interesting. So for those of you who don't know Be Real, Be Real is a uh, emerging platform. 
and it's trying to solve a lot of problems that the current social media has. So current social media, you can kind of front, meaning you can like show yourself being happy all the time, right? <laughs> so like people take the only pic pictures that people like to show are pictures that are positive. Like, hey, I'm in Hawaii. Hey, I just closed a deal. Like life is always good, right? And so people start to think, wow, how come everybody else's life is good and mine sucks? But the truth is they're only showing you what they want to show you. But be real is an antidote to that. It's saying that, okay, at a certain time of the day, it's going to ask you to post. And all your friends has to post at that same time. So you can literally wash, you can literally be washing the dishes and you got to post that you're washing the dishes. Okay. So, so I think it's a great, great way antidote. I think it's different. I think in a, uh, I think in the long term, both are going to work. So people are going to want both. They're not going to want one or the other. They're going to want be real. And they're also going to want things like TikTok and your, your traditional social media platforms right now that are more like I can post whenever I want and I can post what I want. So, um, so that's what I would say to your question, Anastasia, is be real is a very, very great antidote. I would definitely start dabbling with it. But um, do both. The more platforms you can be on, the better. Okay, we're talking about business here. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, right? So I know your time is everybody's time is limited. So you always want to start with the first platform that's going to give you the most results. But just know that if that basket breaks, like Facebook last year, remember everybody Facebook was down for a few hours and everybody lost it. You know, <laughs> so um, if your business is relying on just one platform that's vulnerable. So you want to be on multiple platforms. All right. So Bonnie, I see you have a question. Uh, what question I can, can I answer? Um, what do you think is the best way to learn TikTok? I started and they got, it, w it wasn't that easy as I thought. So what, what do you recommend how to learn it? How to learn TikTok? That's a great question. And this is, um, I'm going to address this, at, you know, for whatever platform you're trying to learn, whether it's TikTok, YouTube, um, Facebook, Instagram, first thing you got to do is download the app. Okay. So go to the store, play store, uh, Apple store and download the app. Second thing you do is you hop on and you type in the search bar, your industry. So if you are a realtor, you type in real estate, right? And the, the, uh, platform is going to start showing you the most viral videos related to real estate. Same thing with whatever industry you're in, health and wellness, weight loss, whatever. Type it in and then start watching that. Okay. And not watch it for entertainment, but watch it from, remember what I said, like a student, like you're learning. Okay. So I would watch, I would spend maybe an hour, a couple hours, you know, across the week to start learning. Maybe take some notes too. Hey, this video was about this. This is why I think it is doing well. Oh, here's another video that's similar to that. Oh, I'm starting to see a trend. It seems like videos that are like this are doing well. And so you start to collect data. And then afterwards, you just literally post. Post, tailor your message, tailor your personality, make it authentic to yourself, but within that paradigm of, of whatever is going viral. So, so that's, that's how I would, I would do it. Step one, two, and three. Number one, download the app. Number two, start doing research. And then number three, start posting. Does that answer your question, Bonnie?
All right, awesome. Okay, continue to raise your hands. If you have a question, feel free to raise your hand virtually. Um, I'm gonna continue to answer some of the questions over here in the chat. So Karina is asking, I posted a reel with a cute, slightly sexy dress <laughs> and it hit 53 million views. Wow, congratulations, that is awesome. Um, but a male audience, okay. So, uh, and I need girls on my blog, how to avoid it. All right, so um, sometimes, Karina, you can't control who's watching your videos, okay? So <laughs> you can't say all of a sudden, I now want women to watch my videos, okay? So um, if, if you have a male audience, maybe you can play, you can reverse engineer what you want them, what you want to happen, right? So let's say you're selling a dress or you're selling a female product but you have a male audience, you can tailor that, you can tweak it a little bit and say, you can say, if you want your significant other, your wife, your girlfriend to feel sexy, then you can buy this product, right? So you're tailoring your message to a male audience instead of just trying to hope for a female audience. Does that make sense? So, um, so you, that's one thing you can do. You can tweak the message and start going after their girlfriend. Like if you have a girlfriend, if you have a uh, wife, then, you know, purchase this product or purchase this or whatever you're selling. So that's one way you can do it. The other way you can do it is you got to change up the videos, right? So if you're posting yourself with a cute dress, like you mentioned, um, Men, men are probably going to watch that a little bit more than females, right? I see some people nodding their head. So maybe t instead of posting a dress, post something else that you think that will resonate more with females. And I would do the same thing is I would go on TikTok, type in the search bar, your industry, and start watching some of the videos um, uh, to study. So that's how I would go about it, Karina. Number one, either tailor your message uh, to kind of match the male audience, or number two is start doing more research on how you can um, have more of a uh, female following. But I would say that it's great, you know, male or female is great. Um, the bigger audience you can have, generally the better. Again, I'm generally speaking, the bigger audience you can have, the better. So, you know, Mr. Beast has over 100 million viewers on his platform, both men and women, right? So he's amassed a huge following. So um, so try to do both. Figure out, you know, get the male audience, get a female audience. All right. Um, any other questions? Continue to raise your hand if you have uh, hands if you have questions. I'm just gonna go down here. Uh, let's see. Okay. Question comes from Katrina. Katrina is asking, how do you edit the hour interview into short clips. So first thing I would do is I would do it yourself. Okay, so to study, to study the, so here's a common mistake people make. They want to get started with social media and then they hire their niece <laughs> or they hire someone young because, because young people know social media um, because they think they'll do well, right? And so that's a big mistake. So one of the, 
common pitfalls people have is people don't know what is good judgment. Before you delegate a task, you want to be able to know what is good and what is bad. Because if you delegate something to someone and you don't know if it's good or not, then they could um, they could be doing a bad job and you don't know, right? You don't know how to judge it. And so you want to get good at it yourself first or get decent at it to at least understand what is good and what is bad. So, um, so I would use a tool like I'll, I'll share with you some resources that you can write down right now. Um, da Vinci Resolve. Da Vinci Resolve is one that I use for video editing, uh, long form piece of content. Da Vinci Resolve. So it's a free um, video editing tool. There's a couple more free ones out there that you can Google. Like you can type in if you don't like Da Vinci Resolve, you can type in Da Vinci Resolve alternatives on Google and get a list and start using them. So that's one. Um, another tool I use, and this is one I found out literally uh, last week, and it's amazing. It's called Captions. Captions. It's on, uh, this one's an app-based um, tool. So it's on the Apple uh, Apple Store. And what it does is it gets the subtitles from the video. So after you edit the video to 60 seconds, you can plug it into captions and it's going to give you the words that you said. And it's also going to make it look trendy. So by trendy, I mean, it's going to start showing color, right? Every time you say something, it's going to change color, which is cool. If you say a word, it's going to emphasize it with a certain color. You can change the color, right? So that way it keeps the pe- uh, the person's attention on the video longer because it's always changing color, right? You kind of get sucked into it. Um, and then you can also add emojis. So let's say you in in the video, uh, one of the words you said is target. It's actually going to show you a target emoji on top of the word or below the word or wherever you want it to keep the person's attention on the video even longer because now they're seeing not only colorful words, but they're also seeing um, emojis. So um, so those are two I would start with, uh, DaVinci Resolve. And then also captions if you have an Apple, Apple phone. Thank you, Bob.